You're listening to the Charge Forward audio blog by Chargebacks 911, bringing you the latest in payments and fraud. To learn more about how Chargebacks 911 can help you reduce chargebacks and recover revenue lost to fraud, visit us online at chargebacks911.com. This episode is part of our Blogs on Tape series for audio learners and busy professionals. It is entitled MasterCard Chargebacks in 2019, What Merchants Should Know, and is read by George Turner. MasterCard Chargebacks in 2019, What Merchants Should Know. Generally speaking, MasterCard Chargebacks are similar to chargebacks from other card schemes. At the same time, each network handles the process slightly differently. Fines, deadlines, reason codes, and other elements can vary from brand to brand. A detailed understanding of MasterCard's latest chargeback regulations can help a merchant successfully prevent and dispute chargebacks stemming from MasterCard transactions. Part 1. MasterCard Chargeback Phases One of the key differences between credit card companies is the network-specific terminology they use starting with how they named the different stages of the chargeback process. To respond appropriately, it's important for merchants to have a clear understanding of what happens in each stage, as well as the terminology MasterCard uses. For example, the first presentment is when the original transaction is processed. In other words, the cardholder made a purchase. The charge is presented to the bank who debits the cardholder's account and credits the merchant's account. First chargeback is when the transaction is disputed by either the cardholder or the issuing bank. A typical reason might be not recognizing a charge on the monthly statement. Second presentment is when the merchant submits the transaction a second time, this time along with evidence to contradict claims of the chargeback. This is also called chargeback representment. Arbitration chargeback is when the issuing bank disputes the representment. In other words, the bank looked at the evidence that the merchant provided, but doesn't believe it's enough to overturn the case. Finally, arbitration is when the issuer, cardholder, and merchant are unable to reach an agreement. At this stage, a MasterCard representative steps in and arbitrates a resolution. Part 2 MasterCard Chargeback Regulation Compliance With these phases in mind, let's look at some of the specific regulations of MasterCard's chargeback process. All the major card networks publish their regulations and guidelines for merchant use, and as we stated, there can be considerable differences between the schemes, so merchants must familiarize themselves with the requirements of each network to ensure best practices and compliance. The most current guides are available online. MasterCard's chargeback regulations are updated regularly, normally in April and October, so checking for updates is essential. Remember, compliance with the strict network guidelines is solely the responsibility of the merchant. It's a frustrating task, especially when you realize that regulations can change midway through the case. Merchants have only two real options. One, appoint a full-time in-house chargeback manager to stay current on the latest trends, regulations, and chargeback activity. Or two, outsource to a professional. While it may seem more cost-effective, 
to use an in-house resource. Most merchants find that outsourced chargeback management is more efficient, produces better results, and offers better ROI. Chargeback management can't be effectively handled on an as-needed basis. It's easy to underestimate the amount of time required, time that could be put to more profitable use. The hired chargeback professional, on the other hand, already has the knowledge, resources, and industry relationships necessary to stay on top of ever-changing regulations and technologies, as well as the experience to quickly and efficiently handle disputes. Part 3. MasterCard Chargeback Reason Codes and Time Limits The management of chargebacks is based on network-developed reason codes. Each network has its own set of reason codes, which are assigned based on the consumer's claim. We won't list all the codes here, but we do offer a more detailed explanation of MasterCard reason codes at chargebacks911.com. To ensure both the cardholders and the merchant's rights are upheld, all parties involved must also adhere to strict time limits. These limits are set and governed by MasterCard and assigned according to the reason code. First, we'll look at consumer time limits. Most of the time limits for MasterCard chargebacks are based on something called the Central Site Business Date. The central site business date, however, varies according to which stage of the chargeback process the dispute is in. It can refer to the date of the original transaction, the date the first chargeback is processed, the date the second presentment is processed, or the date the arbitration chargeback is processed. As you can see, the timing can get quite confusing. It's easy to miss a deadline and consequently forfeit a case. Worse, because the chargeback filing period for cardholders can be as long as 120 days, merchants can be blindsided by a chargeback months after the successful completion of a transaction. Of course, just because cardholders have a lengthy window of time to file chargebacks, that doesn't mean that banks and merchants have the same luxury. Acquirers must respond to the issuer's actions within 45 calendar days of the central site business date. And because the acquirer acts as the middleman and has various responsibilities before and after the merchant's involvement, the merchant typically only has 5 to 10 days to complete all the representment responsibilities. Other deadlines are even more stringent. For example, under MasterCard's new refund authorization mandate, merchants have no more than 24 hours to initiate authorization requests for product returns. Part 4. MasterCard Chargeback Representment and Friendly Fraud While there are valid reasons for transaction disputes, the majority of today's chargebacks are the result of friendly fraud. To prevent this needless drain of revenue, all fraudulent chargebacks from all networks should be challenged through the process of representment. In addition to recouping funds that should never have been lost, challenging chargebacks can benefit merchants in their future dealings with consumers and banks. The basic representment process for a MasterCard chargeback is similar to that of other card networks. Here's how it works. The acquirer notifies the merchant of a chargeback, including the reason code. 
The merchant digs through MasterCard's regulations to find what specific documentation will be required to dispute the chargeback based on the reason code. The merchant submits a detailed chargeback rebuttal letter along with as much of the mandated evidence as possible. The acquirer submits the documentation to the network for review. The network reviews the dispute and submits the evidence to the issuer. The issuer evaluates the documentation and makes its decision, either in favor of the cardholder or the merchant. Based on experience, it should be noted that the chances of a merchant-prepared representment case actually getting overturned are dismally low. Merchants doing their own representments should expect a considerable investment of time and resources with minimal ROI. Part 5. MasterCard's Excessive Chargeback Program All the major networks, including MasterCard, constantly assess risks posed by banks and the merchants. One method MasterCard uses to evaluate merchant risk is the Excessive Chargeback Program. By using predetermined thresholds, MasterCard can, in many cases, identify and predict the risk of chargebacks. Acquirers are responsible for monitoring these ratios and taking action when a merchant has surpassed the acceptable limit. To minimize their own liability, acquiring banks will often take preemptive action against any merchant in danger of breaching the thresholds. It's common for acquirers to react much sooner than MasterCard itself. Part 6. Managing MasterCard Chargebacks MasterCard chargebacks are similar to transaction disputes with other card networks, but there are enough differences to make the process confusing. The reality is, they're all extremely cumbersome to manage and eat away at your business's longevity. Fortunately, help is available. If you're struggling to manage MasterCard chargebacks or even just understand the guidelines, contact us today at 877-634-9808. Or find us online at chargebacks911.com.